On Taiping Island in the South China Sea, a world expansion project is nearing completion. The KMT is urging President Tsai Ing-wen to attend the completion ceremony to assert Taiwan's sovereignty over Taiping Island. The island is a source of international contention as it is administered by Taiwan but also claimed by China, the Philippines and Vietnam. A former National Security Council official says it is highly unlikely that Tsai will make the visit as it would raise personal safety concerns. Shortly before leaving office in 2008, then-President Chen Shui-bian flew to Taiping Island on a C-130 transport plane. He became the first sitting president to step foot on the island. We believe that future discussions on the South China Sea should prioritize environmental protection over sovereignty disputes. We insist on using peaceful means to resolve territorial disputes. Chen's visit came just weeks before the 2008 presidential election, raising objections from then-KMT presidential candidate Ma Ying-jeou. Ma argued that, as a lame-duck government, the Chen administration should instead focus on maintaining social stability and national security. But eight years later, a similar scenario played out when Ma himself was a lame-duck president. Days after Tsai Ing-wen won the 2016 presidential election, then-President Ma visited Taiping Island to assert Taiwan's sovereignty, sparking backlash from the international community. The AIT released a strongly worded statement describing the visit as extremely unhelpful to resolving disputes in the South China Sea. The AIT said it was disappointed that Ma had traveled to the island. Another eight years later, a ceremony will soon be held on Taiping Island to celebrate the completion of a wharf expansion project. In addition, Taiwan plans to station a 100-ton patrol vessel at the island long-term. Ma has expressed support for President Tsai to visit the island. Deputy Legislative Speaker Johnny Chang has done the same on social media, saying that defending national sovereignty should transcend party politics. I think the likelihood of a visit is rather low. I'd say it's a 90% chance she won't go. The U.S. wouldn't like Taiwan to stir up controversy in the South China Sea with Taiping Island, as tensions remain quite high in the South China Sea. But I think a bigger reason that she won't go is due to personal safety considerations. If China were to dispatch planes to shadow her flight there, it wouldn't look good. Tsai has kept mum on whether she will visit the island. A DPP lawmaker says ulterior motives are behind the KMT's outspoken support for Tsai to visit. What they are actually trying to do is preempt a visit. The situation in the South China Sea now is very different from the situation back during the Chen and Ma administrations. It is far more complex. If Tsai Ing-wen were to travel to Taiping Island, she would just go and then announce the visit after the fact. The KMT going out of its way to bring up the matter is playing into what the CCP wants. With tensions high in the South China Sea, asserting sovereignty over Taiping Island is a challenge requiring a measured approach. Spring Festival is just days away, and many of us are looking forward to the holiday. But national defense never rests, and many in the armed forces will stay on duty over the break. 
President Tsai Ing-wen went to Xinzhou on Tuesday to visit troops of the 206th and 542nd Brigades. She inspected their training exercises and thanked them for their service with a special Lunar New Year bonus. A soldier takes his position, strides forward and throws a grenade into the distance. Then he immediately drops to the ground for cover. After each throw, the drill instructor gives pointers on technique. Besides grenade throwing, close combat is also a key part of training. The Lunar New Year is coming up, but many in the armed forces will stay on duty over the holiday. President Tsai Ing-wen made a trip to Xinzhou on Tuesday to visit the 206th and 542nd Brigades. She presented the troops with a holiday bonus in recognition of their hard work. National security requires a joint effort from all in order to strengthen our national defense. Starting this year, the duration of our compulsory military service has been extended to one year, and the first cohort of conscripts already entered training last month. This morning, I visited air defense units in northern Taiwan to gain an understanding of the current situation, and I am here visiting the 4th Battalion of the 206th Infantry Brigade to see how the first cohort of conscripts is doing and to inspect the camp facilities and training program. I would like to ask the Ministry of National Defense to conduct rolling reviews on all the training courses that are offered. I hope all our brothers and sisters in the armed forces will continue to work hard on their training and on refining their abilities. Over the upcoming holiday, Taiwan soldiers will stand firm at their posts to ensure that the people can celebrate another peaceful new year. Ahead of Spring Festival, Vice President Lai Qingde made a special appearance at a holiday party in Taichung. At the event, he chatted with international students and said he hoped Taiwan would become their second home. He also engaged in a traditional Lunar New Year activity, picking up a brush to write spring couplets. Vice President Lai Qingde picks up a brush to write the Chinese character for blessing on red paper. With the Lunar New Year coming up, Lai went to Taichung to visit a branch of the Taiwan Fund for Children and Families. He joined the charity's year-end party together with international students in Taiwan. They included a student from Eswatini who hopes to become a doctor. I wrote my wish for the new year. Thank you. I want to become a doctor to help others. Also in attendance was a student from Mongolia who's lived in Taiwan for five years. He wrote calligraphy in Mongolian to convey good wishes for Lai and Taiwan. The calligraphy I wrote today is a message wishing you happiness. On behalf of the government, I offer you my warmest welcome to Taiwan. I would also like to wish you all the best in your lives and studies, and hope that you'll feel the warmth of the people of Taiwan. Taiwanese society is very friendly, and they welcome you all here. I hope that in the future, you will consider Taiwan a second home that you love. Spring Festival is an important holiday in Taiwan. Ahead of the break, Lai showed his commitment to youth issues and to the well-being of foreign students in Taiwan. At the year-end event, he chatted with students from around the world and showed them the traditions of Taiwan. 
The results are out for Taiwan's latest hospital accreditation evaluation. Three new medical centers were added to northern Taiwan, specifically in New Taipei and Xinzhu. Medical centers are at the top level in the healthcare system. They play a key role in supporting regional and district hospitals. The two additional spots went to the Taipei Ziji Hospital and the Ministry of Health and Welfare Shuanghe Hospital. New accreditation was awarded to National Taiwan University's Hospital Xinzhu Branch. Medical centers represent the highest level of Taiwan's healthcare system. Increasing the number of medical centers will affect payments, referrals, and the design of the tiered healthcare system. It will raise considerations for the entire healthcare network. For the newly upgraded medical centers, co-pays are set to increase. Patients can expect to pay 420 NT for outpatient care, up from 240 NT. Emergency care fees will rise from 400 to 750 NT. Taiwan World Vision is contributing to Taiwan's medical diplomacy. The international charity's Taiwan branch has a new project to improve water infrastructure in rural Vietnam, with a donation from China Medical University Hospital. The project will improve access to clean water and toilets in a community in Tanhua province. Taktain district has seen the health of local children harmed as a result of chemical and agricultural pollution to water sources. Preschoolers in traditional Vietnamese dress demonstrate the hand-washing dance. They live 1,700 kilometers from Taiwan, in Tak Thai district of the Tanghua province in central Vietnam. Water sources in the impoverished district have been polluted by cattle manure and pesticides, leaving many families without clean drinking water. Public hygiene knowledge is also limited in the region, and numerous challenging factors have led to developmental delays for some children under five. They have some agricultural chemicals, which are certainly harmful to development or to the nervous system. It's quite geographically isolated and relatively short on resources. World Vision has an internal assessment system, and the level of hardship there is probably at the most severe level. World Vision's Water Resources Program has designated Taiktain District as a region of need. China Medical University Hospital has launched the Send Love, Give Children Clean Water campaign, donating 1 million NT to support the construction of water infrastructure. Repairing toilets, gaining water resources, filtration facilities and so on. I think we should do all we can to help children. In Taiwan, clean water is available just by turning a faucet. World Vision and China Medical University Hospital want their friends in Vietnam to experience the same blessing. The infrastructure is expected to come online in September, providing 2,500 people with access to clean drinking water, preventing the transmission of disease and supporting children to grow up in safety. Taiwan's inflation rate slowed to 1.79% in January, according to the latest government data. 
That's below the 2% alert threshold set by the central bank, and it's the lowest in nearly seven months. The core consumer price index grew by 1.64% from a year earlier. That figure excludes changes in fruit, vegetable and energy prices, and it's the lowest rate in 26 months. According to officials, the main cause of the drop was a high base of comparison, as Spring Festival fell in January last year. If excluding the Spring Festival factor, CPI growth this January would stand above the 2% alert threshold. But it would still be lower than last September's 2.71%. Officials say that inflationary pressure is easing, but that big rises are still being seen in the cost of food. London pianist Brendan Kavanagh went viral last month for getting into a confrontation with Chinese tourists. When performing at a train station, Kavanagh was appro approached by visitors from China, who asked him to remove them from his live stream because his camera had caught them in the background. Kavanaugh refused and has gone on release more defiant videos featuring props like Winnie the Pooh dolls and a Taiwan flag. British pianist Brendan Kavanaugh has put up a new video that's not afraid to ruffle feathers. It's Taiwan. It's a Taiwanese flag. Kavanaugh holds the flag up for all to see, then drapes it over his piano as he plays. This video came days after he was interrupted during a live stream by Chinese tourists who demanded to be removed from his footage. Kavanaugh refused, and his altercation with the tourists went viral. Seeing his support for Taiwan, a local student from Taiwan joined him on camera to teach him a few words in Taiwanese. Taiwan. Taiwan. Gaiyu. Gaiyu. Yeah, Taiwan. Gaiyu. Taiwan. Gaiyu. I'm a Taiwanese who has long lived abroad. I've experienced myself how the voice of Taiwan often goes unheard, how Taiwan's values often go unseen. So I wanted to thank him for allowing Taiwan to stand with other free and democratic countries, to stand apart from China. An An had thanked the pianist, who told her he'd like to visit Taiwan. He said he would very much like to visit Taiwan, but previously there was news about the CCP running secret police posts in the UK. He was worried that Taiwan had a similar issue, but I assured him that Taiwan is a very safe place. The pianist also asked An An to teach him some phrases in Taiwanese. He wanted to invite Malaysian hip-hop singer Name Wee to collaborate. And tell Name if he's watching to come over to London. Tell come over to London. No, tell him in Taiwanese. Kavanaugh is already writing a song about the incident. He's hoping that Name will go to London to perform with him. I'd love the chance to perform with him too, to perform Taiwan the Green. An An is a cellist. She says she hopes that someday the sweet melody of Taiwan the Green can be heard across London. Malaysian designer and handicraft expert Lai Li Ming has won a name for herself with her hand-sewn items for children. The Malaysian immigrant started making items to soothe her own son when he was a baby. Her comforting items helped him settle, and soon her friends were clamoring for the same for their kids.
Now Lai even offers classes from her craft studio to help others create items full of heart. Every child is the apple of their parents' eyes. We all want to give our children the very best as they grow up, and Lily Men is no different. When she came to Taiwan, it was to study commercial design. Later, she married and settled in Jai. And with the birth of her son, her career plans changed radically. When my son was born. My mom came to help out while I was confined for the first month. She said to me, "Why don't you make your son some toys, something comforting for him?" When she went back home, I found things so hard and overwhelming, and I wondered how to manage my son. When he was crying every night, and I felt really irritated, I thought I must make him something. So I started sewing some animals for him—rabbits, fluffy sheep, soft toys like that. Lai first learned to sew as a child, and later developed the sharp perceptions of a professional designer. Very soon, she was making her son soothing objects like blankets, shoes, and toys. As he grew older, she kept on making more and more things for him. This is a little turtle. You can put a pacifier in it. We let him suck on it, and it sits on him. Apparently, children feel soothed by this kind of rustling sound. Lai's craft skills started to gain a reputation among her circle of friends. She first shared her creations with friends and family. Later, people were asking for custom-made designs. Some friends even asked her to design holders for teacups. Before she knew it, her handicraft studio was born. We brought in a kind of Japanese style. You complete the bag with just one knot. You open and close it like this. Our friends in Taiwan love products that have some heart, so each item, even the smallest, is hand sewn. This new mother has found a way to soothe her own child with her skills, and then to spread the joy among her friends as well. She's even offering classes to teach others how to create their own crafts amid the stresses and strains of daily life. Tainan Art Museum has launched a new show featuring dozens of artists with intellectual disabilities. Art: The Power of Freedom showcases hundreds of work in diverse media, from creators in Japan and Taiwan. It aims to give visitors new perspectives on the world by centering disabled people's creative expression. The show has been curated in partnership with Taiwan Parents Association for Persons with Intellectual Disability. Hundreds of guests on and off stage send their paper airplanes flying, transporting back to childhood to mark the opening of the new show, Art: The Power of Freedom. These many tiny figures each have a unique expression. Some wear hats or earmuffs. This snowman was created by Wang Xiaohua. Hundreds of snowmen line up, full of the charm of childhood. Tainan Art Museum partnered with the Parents Association for Persons with Intellectual Disability to produce this show. It presents the work of 50 artists from Taiwan and Japan with intellectual disabilities, ranging across paintings, sculptures, and textiles. The 20-plus works are noted for their artistic flair and freedom. 
I really hope that over its three months, this exhibition can show more people the artistic gifts of people with intellectual disabilities. It can help you get to know them, to understand them, and learn to accept them. It's about achieving cultural equality and social integration. We start to understand people with intellectual disabilities. They have exceptional gifts and exceptionally wise artistic expressions. These works help us to reflect on our social condition. That's the main spiritual idea we want to transmit. I just heard something special, which is that a painting of a cactus in the show was completed in just 50 minutes. I think that the perspectives of service users can give us a different type of reflection. These creators find freedom in art. Their raw expression of their experiences gives this exhibition a power that definitely lives up to its name. Cold weather is in the forecast as Taiwan prepares to start the seven-day Lunar New Year holiday. A strong cold air mass will sweep in starting Wednesday, sending temps dropping below 10 degrees in the north on Friday and Saturday. Rain can also be expected in all parts of Taiwan. Sunny skies are due to return only next Tuesday or Wednesday, at the end of the festival break. The coldest period will be on Lunar New Year's Eve and the first day of the Lunar New Year, when there could be temps below 10 degrees. This will be most likely in the northern and central parts of the country. From the evening of February 7th to Lunar New Year's Eve, there will be a chance of rain across Taiwan. The atmospheric moisture will be relatively high as temperatures fall. So, in the upper half of the island, at altitudes of 3,000 meters or above, we could see snow pellets, rime or snow. The Central Weather Administration says the incoming air mass could bring rime or snow to mountainous regions. If you're going home to an outlying island, keep an eye out for ferry disruptions, as the forecast calls for strong waves and winds. At the end of the holiday, thick fog could threaten returning flights.